that boy collect leopard geckos and fucking indulge in assorted cheeses and shit. He don't even drink hard liquor, he like wine. Speak with words, miss rhythm, invoke purpose. Mama's burning, Fonto burning behind the curtain. Mad and perfect, rather mad I'm perfect. At the surface, like bodies used as leverage. <laughs> Peep the beats and then got extensive. You see that? You see that? Comprehensive. Gun play like Texas. Especially the music spaced out there. Jump radio is now the platform when it comes out when, when the artist needs it. Ours, ours understands the, 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 the severity of, of these interviews. And you know what? Ours understands the severity of their careers. So therefore, I think this is what it's going to end up being. Jump radio is the show for, for the artists that need a good old interview so the people can know who the fuck they are. And you know, I got an alum. A gem radio alone in the studio with me, and that's the big homie Pooty. Yeah. And one of my favorite producers and curators. Oh, yeah, because I know some other things about you, so good sir. <laughs> I got nothing new in the studio, and they're here to talk about their new album, Rinse and Repeat. Yeah, yeah. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. So, Pooty, man. What up, Jim? So how's it been going? Good, man, good. The universe has been kind. We've been macking, been building, stacking and planning, alongside my brother Nothing New, of course, which with all this stuff wouldn't be possible, the mass scientist. I kind of know that y'all guys have been in the process of putting this collaboration together for a long time because I've seen him in all the spaces that you've been in. Yeah, <laughs> and, and, and of course, been in your space, which is, used to be Parlay Studios. Yeah. Uh, but, uh, oh yeah, nothing, man. <laughs> how, how are you doing good, sir? Oh man, I'm welcome chilling. to the show. Thank you for having me, man. Yo, man, it's it's, it's great finally having you here. Not your fault, my fault. I'm retarded, but um, <laughs> you know it's all good. <laughs> nah, man. I mean, everything happens as it happens when it happens. Yeah, yeah, man. It, it happened to happen. One of my favorite rappers has a project with you, man, and I'm just like, shit. It just sounds like the right amount. Sounds like the right time. Yeah. Yeah, I think like right now, man. By the rate how things are going, the the reception of like the, the video that's out, out right now, uh, it seems to be it seems, seems to be very on point right now. It seems to be everything that y'all been putting into this project is coming full circle. Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah. So. <laughs> Not from a lack of trying, I'm gonna tell you. I'm glad that everything's been as you know well received as it's been though. Just been chipping away. The video. Shout out to my man's Nate Franks. Fuck around and hit that shit crazy. We yeah. are. If young Nate don't trust you, he gonna shoot. Hundred percent. If young Nate don't trust you, bro. <laughs> Yo, but um, uh, man, how where do I want to start, man? No, you know what? I want to get into these origins, man. Where the fuck Harry came from, man? Yeah. Harry. 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 Did you just take the most, the most uh, intrepid gangster name out of all the all the um. All the gangster films and just say this. That's it. It's Harry. Yeah, we are all Harry. Harry. It's a it's a term of endearment. Yes, it is. You know what I mean. Even ladies could be Harry. Harry. It's Harry. You feel me? What's it called? You feel me? But what's it called? Harry. Pretty much one of my one of my best friends. What's it called? He was working on Wall Street. Yeah, he saw it. What's it called? Yeah, yeah. The G. What's the call? He was working on Wall Street. There was a lot of white people. He couldn't remember names, so he just started calling all of them Harry. 
when he was kicking it, when he was kicking it, he started calling me Harry. I'm like, why you calling me Harry? He told me, and I was like, you know what, I like that. So I started calling him Harry, and when I started going to the functions and shit, my brother Brain and Roper and shit, meandering, you remember how we was hitting the scene fucking before dumplings and leading up to it? I was just calling everybody Harry, and then they took that to their counties, and now more people are calling each other Harry. <laughs> So now, you know, now more than ever, you know, there's more Harrys out here more than, you know what I mean? <laughs> we, had, we had our strongest. We had our strongest right now. This is the best rollout for the Harry shirts. Whole ever. lot of Harrys. Yeah, a whole lot of Harrys. Whole is lot crazy. of Harrys shit going on. Whole lot of Harrys. You branded it right yeah, now. That's I crazy. Mean, you was God out here, son. <laughs> whole lot of Harry shit. Yo, I can't say this nigga, son. <laughs> now I'm telling you, uh, every Gems, time. man. I'm rolling them out. Universe, universe unfolds as a shirt. <laughs> But that's where Harry came from. Peace to peace to my boy L. Word up, man. Uh, so I'm always been we've always been in the pooty the pooty business. Yeah, but you always talk. Now, when we all spoke before, you had the projects coming out last year. Well, it was during the build the pandemic, wasn't it? Yeah, yeah. You had um du- dumplings, Bermuda duffels. Yeah. But your actual real plan was to actually have a project every month. Yeah. What happened with that? It didn't seem sustainable, so I fell back so that way I could reassess the situation. And uh, I was looking at all the music that I was making and all the music that I had made and was paying attention to the stockpile. And I was trying to come up with a plan that was suitable so that way I could build at a comfortable pace without burning myself out. Because now more than ever, it's like it's easy for a creative to get burnt out trying to keep up with the Joneses, you know. But... I'm just trying to keep up with myself and I'll do myself. So I just kind of like look at back at what I was doing and what I was capable of and now what I'm doing now and what I'm capable of. So instead of doing it every uh, month, what I'm looking at now doing is doing something quarterly. So I'm trying to stay active on, you know, every three months. That gives me time to like live my life and Mac and gives me time to curate these visuals and shit that the people like so much. And just, you know, try to see what's up with that. Because, you know, dropping every month is cool and you could do it if you could do it. But... You know, I just had well, to. We, we didn't tell you to do a rusted every damn, every damn time. <laughs> yeah, I, I, I feel I still I, that's still questionable to be at least. Mm. But that would have been good for you being that for when I saw those first two rollouts. I was like, you're on to something. You're smart. You ain't playing around. And uh, I appreciate what you're doing. And I hope people are really watching and not hating, but understanding. Like this, 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 there's more to just releasing music. Mm-hmm. Absolutely, we have a presentation, you idiots. <laughs> I feel like we, we have, have a responsibility. Have, yeah, we have a responsibility as artists. Look at the artists that came before us and the way that they would, you know, push the envelope and do. I remember the first time it, I kind of like had my mind blown with packaging. It was with one of the MF Doom ones uh-huh. where the shit smelled like chocolate. Mm-hmm. If you got it, you took it out the right. That shit blew my mind that that was even possible. So then, you know, just going into dumplings and Bermuda duffels and now even rinse and repeat. It's just looking at what was done and how can I do something more, you know what I mean? Make the, the unboxing experience more, you know, immersive for right. the customer, you know what I mean? Make the the, the, the the visual aspect of it, you know, more in depth, you know what I mean? Paying attention to the visuals, adding a narrative and stuff like that and having people alongside me like nothing new that could add to that, you know what I mean? So that this, have is, this is all fall in, does enough, does what's the repeat fall into those uh, two last two last projects? I mean, it's all a part of the, you know, it's all a part of the pooty story. You know what I'm saying? Yeah. You gotta, you, you know what I mean? You can't get to three before you pass one and two. <laughs> but you can't, you can't, you can't pass, you can't pass pooty. I'm fucking smoke. That's crazy. <laughs> no, I'm serious. 
it's all a part of the same story, you know what I mean? And I love everybody that helped me, you know, get that shit in, you know, with Roper helping me with P and, you know, Hudson Trash with Dumplings and Drive By with Bermuda Duffels, you know what I mean? And we just, you know, constantly pushing the envelope, you know what I mean? I learned a lot from each one of those producers and now I'm starting to produce music and, you know, it's like I got a lot of different senses. Yes, you do. <laughs> and I'm not gonna lie, they push your sound in different, different directions. You know, this was more of a... One in Rome, right? Oh, I'm straight, bro. <laughs> <laughs> okay, okay. I ain't gonna trip. What about you back there? You wanna fuck with this? Hell yeah. <laughs> I told you, you gotta take care of the sound people, man. People, put some respect on the people's name, bro. I appreciate you, G. Well, enough to do, man. It's coming into this project. What was you really inspired by musically? Putting these beats together. Damn. Um, so that was like 2020 when we first started writing for this project. Mm -hmm. And it was just kind of off of a random thing. Like, Pootie caught me at that Washington Square Park show, right? Yeah. And I was rocking like a, a, a post office jumpsuit, looking crazy, kind of. It was the pandemic. You know what I mean? And Pootie pulled over to the side. We never chopped it up about music or nothing ever before. And he pulled up and he was like, yo, we should drop a project and just fuck up everybody's head. So Verbatim. I'm there, like, mind you, that's what I've always wanted to do. I've always wanted to like lock in with somebody who got my sound on that level so I could push and get like, Word. start tailoring to what they're doing. No, he's the right man. And he was 100%, you know what I'm saying? And that was before Dumpling. So he dropped Dumpling and I looked at that and I was like, yo, like the lore that you're building with this shit is so crazy. And then to see that go to Bermuda Duffels. And I'm starting with him on Rinse and Repeat at that point. So we're looking at this rollout for these two projects. I'm like, yo, how do I even fit in with that? But once I started really working with him and seeing how naturally that kind of just, it's a, it's a, it's an idea machine, it's back and forth. So like we could throw things at the wall and just wait for what the other one comes back with. And sometimes you miss, sometimes you don't. So I was listening to like Alchemist at the time. I was listening to like a lot of, um, Mad Lib at the time, I was listening to, I started getting into, damn, Show and A, yeah, Show and AG. Okay. E1 got me into Showtime and AG at that time, off a Brain Orchestra session. Okay. And like, I'm looking at all these albums where there's a producer producing for one rapper every track and seeing how they kind of came across that, like that, that point or whatever. So I was listening to them a lot, um, Bo Jackson driving to Jersey. Every time I'm headed to the studio, I'm listening to like Bo Jackson. I'm listening to like all the stuff that's coming out Shit. now and just seeing like how producers and rappers can kind of link together and build a sound and what that really means. So that, when we started going at the project and I was making beats for him, the first couple beats I made had kind of this black exploitation kind of funk idea, but I'm playing them out and everything. And when I sent him those, he slid over those. But then when it came down to figuring out the next ones, I really started to have to like get to know Pootie, understand what Wait, type man, of person. Wait, so project that started coming out yet. Wait, what? <laughs> nah, nah. Cause those like black exploitation funk things are like, that's like one for Pootie. That's like assorted cheeses. That's like all that oh, stuff, uh, uh, all those tracks is. They're in there. They're in there. They're in there. They're in there. 
those are the ones that really were from that vein, but it was still like driving around the jersey, getting okay. no booty, watch. Like maybe six got made, but three got picked. Yeah. And there's a lot more too. Like we had a whole, I was looking through my phone for all the demos and stuff. And there was so many more just ideas thrown there, but that's like a testament to working with somebody who gets it. Like, I don't have to worry, like, I'm gonna send this to him and it's gonna be too weird. Either he's gonna like it or he's not. Another thing I know you for, uh, in plain sight, is that you? Yeah, that is me. You have these, uh, these block parties on, on, in Brooklyn? Yeah. It's fucking beautiful. Thank you. <laughs> it's really beautiful, man. It's like bringing back an essence that, that's, that's needed in hip hop. Yeah. And a, hopefully a peaceful image. 100%. And that seems like to be, are you still doing it? No, so M Plan Sight started off as just like a, a live stream and moved yeah. into a, a monthly showcase. Pootie was on one of the last ones we did before the pandemic. Um, and we had the block parties annually to put on for the music community, like the scene that we're a part of, obviously. Mm -hmm. And um, even outside of those uh, cities and states and everything, like just bringing in as many people as we could to expose them to that sound system. And um, after the pandemic, it became hard. The space that I was at, I wasn't able to like host block parties anymore. And we had to pivot. So now we're on Dub Lab every month. I think like the first Thursday of the month doing interviews and doing live beat sets, recording them, just finding a different way to provide to the culture and for the culture to provide to the people. Beautiful, beautiful. We're gonna have to work on something about that. <laughs> With you know the performance of it mm. back into like you know bringing back to nice uh, some good um, brownstones and stuff mm -hmm. like that. that that's a, that's a beautiful backdrop. Yeah, performance. Um, let's see what else we got here. So one of the songs I fuck with was Bukes. And I was like, oh man, you know, doing a nice little um, girl song. I know it was about, but it's all right. I was like, damn, man. She said she got you doing herbalism and shit and all types of other stuff. That's actually Want to See You Shine. Muse is the one before it where it kind of it kind of highlights uh, what's it called uh, the beginning of the song. I say, uh, what's it called? Shorty could be my muse without me having to dip up in her. Solely inspire the vigor, written, scented, pick of the litter. Pick of the litter. So so it's kind of like the pre, but then it goes into a harder direction where as to after the song, it's like the more softer side of what a man can feel for a woman comes in. Oh, but yeah, man, I'm, I'm happy for you. Thank you. you got yourself a good chick. She's cool as fuck. She's into the music thing, not like how she used to be, but she she's a, she's dope. Uh, shoot, man, you've been in a lot in a lot of. I don't know if we can call it a crew or not. You, also Fat Boy Sharif. Uh, I could say Roper Williams. Drop. I, you have a, you 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 a very extensive crew, man. Very, very talented people. Yeah. How does that work for you? Not too bad, man. I feel like, you know, we all came together because we're all like-minded individuals. You know what I mean? We can all build towards, you know, the greater good and a larger goal. And it just, it bugs me out to just see how many of like my friends naturally are just kind of like where they are now. You know what I'm saying? And just doing what we're doing because it started a while ago and I feel like I was just kind of watching them at one point in time before I dropped P and just like decided that I'm just gonna try to do it, go as hard as I can. So it's kind of like I seen a lot of people lead by example and a lot of people take it somewhere to being completely, you know, themselves, you know what I'm saying? Kind of like marketing their lifestyle, you know what I mean? Like if you know Fatboy Sharif and you like Fatboy Sharif's music, you could probably kick it with Fatboy Sharif because Fatboy Sharif is 
his music is him. You know what I'm saying? The same could be said with all of the other names you said. And, you know, it, it's not too hard. You know what I mean? But I like to I like to look at it as rather than a camp, it's almost like nomads that frequent the same camping grounds because we all have built in different directions. But, you know, home is home. You know, Jersey's Jersey. You know, so, you know, it's pretty cool. I love all my brothers. Anything you would love to talk about that has been bothering Pootie for, for some time? Anything that's been bothering me? Yeah, man. Nah, <laughs> <laughs> oh, man. I'm a pretty easygoing guy. <laughs> <laughs> you know, a lot of things, you know, it's, 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 hard, it's hard to ruffle my feathers. This is really. But uh, what's it called? One, oh, thing that I, one, thing, one thing that I'd like to say, one thing that I would like to just, you know, get out there real quick is, you know, a quick shout out and thanks to Charles and the dojo for having us. Yes. And, you know, providing a platform for artists to speak, you know. Yes, sir. Mainlining it to the mans, you know what I mean? The real, the good people, you know what I mean? And just letting them know what's up. So thank you guys for having us overall. Yes, sir. Thank you. Well, let's talk about the scene, because I know you, you're you from Brooklyn, right? Yes, sir. You, but you've been frequenting being over here a lot. Yeah. What's your thoughts on this scene over here in Jersey? Oh, I love it here, man. I can tell. <laughs> I mean, you're it's... over here a lot. <laughs> it's the homie. Because that tells you something. Like, yeah. I don't get how people can just hate on Jersey City. There's no reason to. There's no reason. We're, we're, we, first of all, we all share the same acumen in terms of how we treat people. Yeah. We all act like assholes towards each other, just, just, just for the fun of it. <laughs> but at the end of the day, it's all, it all comes from a place of love yeah. anyway. I mean, I love it, but it, I can understand where people are missing it, and I have the access to a car, you know what I mean? Like, I can get well, over well, the bridge oh, easy and go where I want to go. So, yeah, I, I ain't with the whole taking a train. Yeah, and that's yeah, the I thing. Mean, like, a lot of people miss out because the wings is crazy, my boy. That's so funny that you still have some choice. Yeah. <laughs> Seems like a good idea at the moment. This, this, this man came prepared. Always. This, this nigga is gonna make this interview go to a whole nother level. Yeah. But man. yeah, that whole, the I think there's like so many, there's such a small collective of people and everybody's so tight and they they cross paths a lot. And I think like those types of scenes are the ones that I want to be involved in. It's the same in New York too. Yeah. It's just a different type of energy. Yeah. Like I think Jersey is real artsy with it. Like I love the 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 worlds that Jersey artists are bringing to the table, man. Like, it's not just like, I want to go bar for bar for somebody. Like, no. the way Pootie puts words together, the way, like, Jers puts words together, you know what I mean? The way Dunn puts words together. It's crazy shit. It's, it's fire shit, Dunn's, Dunn, what's it, who? Dollar Sign Dunn, the homie. Dollar Sign Dunn? Oh, okay. Yeah. Dollar Sign Dunn. But he changed it to just Dunn now, right? Pretty sure. Mm -hmm. Uh, yeah, yeah, yeah. He's a good guy. He can rap his ass off. 100%. But yeah, like it's just different energy over here. And it's nice to kind of go back between like New York and New Jersey and just break it up. Experience from both ang uh, broke sides or whatever. Let's fuck it. Let's bring it together. Yeah. That's what this is. Straight <laughs> up. Let's bring it together. Fuck it. There ain't no point in just having it all to ourselves. Like shit. It's only bad enough we, we, we in the shadow of New York all the time. Shout out Hair though. Hair's another one that did the same thing. Jay Words from Jersey and then Masai from Brooklyn. Like, there's a lot more of that motion kind of happening between New York and Jersey. Yeah, absolutely. Good times. Mm -hmm. It was the best of times. It was the worst of times. The worst of times was COVID. What are you gonna do, right? But then oh, we're still the best of times. <laughs> Yo, straight up. <laughs> <laughs> we did. Shit, man. 
listen, somebody that was learning how to make beats and that like video games. I was starting to deal yeah. with anxiety. And had a studio? And had a studio. Like, <laughs> there were worse places to be. Uh-huh. Yeah, let's talk about that, man. Like, what was the, what was the spark that hit you when you just said, uh, fuck, I'm gonna make beats. You know, I'm not gonna make it for me to rap on. I was gonna make them. Hmm. I think in seeing that there was a, a place for it because, you know, from an early time, I always, you know, gravitated towards hip hop and loved instrumental music and different genres. For me, it's less about a genre and more about a good sound. So I'm willing to like tap into mad different things like movie scores or foreign, you know, foreign sounds and just not even from different places, but different places in different times. And just seeing how much I liked it, it's like, and seeing how like my friends like Roper Williams, Brain Orchestra, Nothing New, you know what I'm saying? Just going about just building these beats in just such different ways, you know what I mean? Whether it's going sample free route the way Nothing New goes or the way the homies go where they're just chopping shit down like crazy and fucking it up in a very creative way and breathing new life into things that were just otherwise what they were, you know what I'm saying? I feel like I was just inspired to just take a crack at it. And then, you know, it felt cool because I remember a time when I struggled to find beats and now I'm just making my own loops and freestyling right then. It was like, I couldn't believe it. It's like... It was like making water out of air. Now I'm making whole gallons. It's just cool. I love it though. I learn something from my friends every day. Every time I chill with nothing new, I learn something. Every time I chop it up with Brain Orchestra, I learn something. Every time I talk to Roper Williams, I learn something. Oh, most definitely. You're, you're around a lot of talent in terms of the beat making industry in this entire uh, in this circle like you are bound to learn something from a lot of these people plus especially if they're willing to learn to let you you know let you pick their brain yeah well I'm grateful you know what I mean I don't take it for granted you know what I mean I know these guys are really busy guys you know and it's just like I said it's crazy it's like it's like playing in the peewees and then now everybody's in the fucking in the major leagues now and it's like we all on different teams and shit, but it's still we all playing. We remember we practiced together. We remember all this shit. And you learn different things from those practices and those games, but it's always love. It's competitive, but it's not like the way it was or the way it had. You know what I mean? There's enough out here for everybody. And that's the that's the kind of camaraderie that I really like about the Jersey scene and even bits of the New York scene where it's like motherfuckers are just out here getting it. Nobody's, you know, projecting too much or feeling like that. You know what I mean? Motherfuckers want to get busy, they get busy. And that's it. So it's a project. Rinse and repeat. Mm. How does the name come about? Harry, you want to take this one? Yeah, I mean, that was like the first beat that I ever, or the second beat that I ever sent Harry over here, man. And like, he sent me back this rap and it was crazy. And I was like, all right, so I could probably get an EP out of that. And that's, you know, that'd be dope. And once I started sending him beats back and forth, we were just building this thing. We didn't know what we were doing. All the while, I'm honing in on a sound to fit what I'm imagining for him. And he's rapping without me telling him where I'm going with it. Then it came down to naming the album, and we're sitting in my crib, um, just listening to it top to bottom, smoking, trying to figure out what a good name for the thing is. And we both kind of came across Rinse and Repeat. Once it played, and when you hear the hook, like it's like a no-brainer at that point. Um, so we were able to take that name and kind of work backwards and figure out the brand in the laundromat. And then, like, without even knowing, we had crafted this album that sounds like that looks like that and has lore like that just from constantly plugging away at it every couple weeks every month mm-hmm. yeah, that's where it came from we just stumbled upon it like that and we yep. was like it makes sense you know what I mean and 
like he said, it was supposed to first we was gonna fuck around and do a themed on a laundromat. Then we was really thinking about it. We was like, I mean, nah, let's see what's good with this car wash. Car washes are just more funky. You know it mean? was way more fun to do it that way, but that's like chemistry. You build a rapport with somebody and it becomes natural. You right. don't think so hard to figure out what things are. You just build with the person until like, Harry can call me. People call my phone all the time. I don't always pick up. Harry could call me. I'll be in the middle of doing some shit. I'll be like, yo, Harry, what's good? Blessed. You know what I mean? <laughs> Blessed. Who, who, who wrote the script for this video? This shit's hilarious. We came together, man. We came together and we got it in, you know, with my man's Nate Franks. Shout out to Nate Franks. Extraordinary. He does all my videos. That's I don't I don't trust my visuals with anybody else. But we came together and we just, you know, usually but I don't you know I don't really like share the sauce like that, but I don't give a fuck because you know. Charles is the man's dojos is the spot. Fucking, I, I I don't ever hit a video dude and be like, this is what I want to do. Like I'll hit him up and I'll show him what I'm working with and whatever sound he gravitates towards, whatever he feels more comfortable. Like I was showing, I showed Nate the whole album. I said, what what song do you think you could do the most with? And here Vincent repeat, he said we got to go with that one. So we went into it and then we were just talking about what we could do. We knew that we wanted to do something at a car wash with me and nothing new working there. And then we just kind of started just chipping away. It was a little more extensive. We had other bits and we cut it down, but everything that ended up making it, it just came out really tasteful. Shout out to Nathan, what's called nothing new and Nathan Franks, Private Arcade, Freddie Stone for making that appearance, and my cousins Jaylene and Lenny. You've been working, you've been working with Private Arcade for a while. Yeah. Not only as you know one of the premier artists that they've done the videos for, but you've also done writing for them as well. So uh, you, so pretty much this. Is, this ain't nothing new for you. No pun intended. No nah, yeah, man. Private Arcade, bro. That's the family. Nathan Franks, that's the family. You know what I mean? Uh, Potluck, go check that shit out. It's just fire. I'm so mad that show is, is no longer making new episodes, but I understand. <laughs> it was fire, man. It was fire. Due, it was due, good. Due to, due to my, my, my guy, my guy Tony's health, I would rather him not. What are you going to do, you know? The universe unfolds as it should. We all grew when we heard when what's called we went through the what's called the trials and tribulations of having a show like that. I learned a lot from Nate. You know what I mean? Nate learned a lot from us. I mean, we just rocked. It was it was crazy. It was crazy. But Potluck was amazing, and that was definitely a moment in time. That was the first time that you know. And you know, shout out to Nate for giving uh, for trusting me as a writer on that show, because that was my first kind of like time writing for something other than just you know music or. And it actually came. It was really it was pretty fun. So what else you got going on with yourself, uh, Lou? Oh man, um, during the pandemic I got busy just learning things and just trying to expedite my process knowing that I was going to be going back to work soon, you know what I mean? So I have an album with my girl Shanoa, that's more like a pop-centered album, but like, I can't explain it. When it comes out, you'll get it. Um, and then <laughs> uh, I got like just a whole folder filled with music for this next album that I'm cooking up for the label or whatever um, and that's more like jazz flavor but with all sorts of different sounds I think like I've experienced I've experimented with enough genres at this point that like I'm trying to figure out how to get them all into one cohesive story and mm -hmm. tell that story with that um, and then yeah, it's like at least for right now we're pushing this album man like the focus is on this and mm -hmm. some Good remixes job. I got back in the cut too it's a lot to be looking forward to this year for sure Hoboken just, just had um, a hip hop festival man he was part of that yeah yeah, yeah. how was that man <coughs> 
it was pretty fire, man. I always wanted to do something like that in my city, you know what I mean? Shout out to what's Wahoboken sounds like for hosting that shindig, piecing that together, going through all the stuff you gotta go through with City Hall to put an event like that together on the main street. But it was cool, man. It was good seeing, you know, all the familiar faces and, you know, people that I grew up with. You know what I mean? There was a lot of different rappers there, a lot of different artists. It was really fire. It, you know, bodied it. You know I love, you know how, how I be with the performance. I have some like lost tapes of like Pootie performing. Yeah, man. Everybody probably does. Yeah, I love, bro. I love performing. So it was just it was it a shows. Blessing. It was a blessing, bro. It shows all those tapes that he is. He I man, he is who he is. His name is is his name. Don't go too deep into his, his name being called Pootie. It's just acronym and all this. Yeah, yeah. You will have to go back to the old episode to find that out. Yeah, facts, facts. So, you know, get those double views, double views. Man. There's an incentive. Exactly. <laughs> oh, man. <laughs> so, what do you want the world to get out of for its own people? From both of your perspectives. <laughs> I want the world to know that, you know. Please, motherfucking Don the best. <laughs> 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 Listen up, right now. Yeah, cool. No, no cap. <clears throat> I just want the world to know that, you know, there's something special happening in this little, you know what I mean, little part of America, you know what I'm saying? I feel like East Coast being what it is and what, you know, what it's been for hip hop, it's just important to know that, you know, there's people that are students of the game that grew up with this shit, you know what I mean? I'm not the only person that thinks the way I think or feels the way I feel about the culture, you know what I mean? The shit saved my life, you know what I'm saying? Like, I was always a fan of the arts. I was always, you know what I mean? Kind of like hyper-focused in a weird way where it's like, I like doing so many things, you know what I mean? But I wanted all to fit in one thing and I didn't know what it was gonna be. And then it's like with the music, you know, it all fits into that shit. I always wanted to write. I always wanted to act. I always wanted to direct. I could do my music videos. I always wanted to make beats, you know what I mean? All that shit, it all comes into play. And plus, you know, being able to merchandise and sell it to people and the fact that people will even buy this shit is crazy to me. You know what I mean? Cause I be, I be doing these designs while I'm, you know, dude it in my undies, you know what I mean? Like smoked out, just doing these designs on my tablet, macking and shit, and then motherfuckers will buy the shirt. That's just crazy to me. But you know, it's a blessing and I don't take it for granted. And I appreciate everybody that supports us. 100%. That was That's a good it. answer. Um, <laughs> I think for me, I wanna be a part of the raising of the standard for what goes into an album. I think with everything going more into singles and everybody changing the way they're looking at how they're consuming and putting out music, I think I wanna be able to contribute to the idea that there's still a value in building a coherent uh, body yeah, of work. Absolutely. You know what I mean? Like something where you could see it, the album artwork, the, the text, like all the stuff all the, the languages involved in making the album are shown and they're on display for people to understand like the level to which you care about what you're doing. I want to be part of bringing that standard up. And there's plenty of people that do that. Shout out Brain Orchestra, shout out Akai Solo, shout out so many people. Wavy Bagels having a whole pizza in his music video. Like the vision is so much more like- Shout out to Wavy Bagels. 100% shout out to Wavy Bagels. Like the commitment to really building these bodies of work so they they stand the test of time. That's what I want to contribute to this and to show the world that I can also add to that. Beautiful. All right, yo, we're going to go into the booth. We're going to do Rhapsody at the Basement. <laughs> <laughs> we would have got busy, so I would have did it. <coughs> we'll save that for episode don't, three. Don't get it fucked up, booty. We'll save that for episode three, I suppose, right? <laughs> <laughs> <laughs>
Episode three. Nah. <laughs> now they gotta go back and then they're gonna have to go forward. That's three different runs of it too. <laughs> Run all the money up. <laughs> what are you gonna do? Rinse and repeat. Shit, man. man. All I can tell y'all both is that I, I, I was like, when Pootie approached me about the album coming, that y'all two was doing this album. First of all, I was like, damn, man, it took y'all that long? <laughs> Practice makes I, perfect, I, no, man. I, 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 so I knew y'all two had something in the wings. I just knew for a long time. One can't be overprepared And I don't think he had to tell me anything about it. I just said, I saw you in a spot one day. <laughs> I saw it, I was like, these niggas don't make music. This is going to be some bullshit in this motherfucker. <laughs> It just doesn't make any sense. This nigga come all the way from Brooklyn and see your ass. <laughs> yeah, <straight laughs> Harry's nah. a good friend. Harry's yeah, a I good appreciate friend. it. I told him, I said, I'm going to start making my way over there, too. I'll be, I've be, I been getting more familiar with the subway system. You know, yeah, you know. I like, you know, it is what it is. It gets you to nice places like Flatbush. You get some good ass. Uh, Yo, 100%. Good ass roti. 100%. Ooh. Mmm. Yeah, man. I'm excited, though. I'm happy. I'm happy that everything is being received well. I'm happy that people are fucking with the visuals. You know what I mean? I'm happy that me and Nothing were able to build it seamlessly as we, as we, as we, you know, collaborate. It just seems all ideal. You know what I mean? I'm excited for the people to see the merch and to see the live performances and to see what else we have in store. And y'all do have a tour coming. Yeah, yeah. 100%. We're going to stop by a couple cities. We're going to go make... back and, you know, parlay with the people, man. Sure. Shout out to everybody supporting it for real, man. Like... If not for people's constant support, even in just saying things online, like any type of support is enough to put like gas in the tank to come back and keep on pushing that stuff, especially when you're working self-released and self-funded. Like people's support means the world. It does. Um, Parley Studios is now, I guess, not a thing. No. I think it is. It's still a thing. It might be, isn't it? Is it still there? Perhaps. I haven't been there for a while, but it might still be there. I think it's still there. You still paying the bill? No, no, no. I'm no, I'm no longer there as like a resident artist, but I, it might still be there. Well, you know, what you've given to that place, I guess. It was cool, man. It was cool. Like, overall. It was cool what you did. Thank you. Thank you. Like, we, we, when, when me and the other guys and other people in the scene, we talk about how dope shit, that shit was when you did the shit for the uh, Dumplings event. Mm-hmm. Yeah. You know, you know, you did something right. Yeah, that and was, that was, it was all a learning experience. It, it is. It was crazy to see what happens when you completely immerse people in an experience. And back to what I was saying before, when you asked the question about our responsibility as artists, it's like, you know, why stop at, you know, making sounds? Like, give them the sounds, give them the visuals, give them the drink, give them the, the lights on the walls. Like, you know what I mean? When you hear this, what do you see in your eyes? You know what I mean, what colors do you see? What flavors do you taste? What scents do you smell? Put that shit in the room so the people could literally be immersed in your vision. Because nowadays, everybody's just trying to like drop, drop, drop and be on some shit. And that's cool, I respect the way people rock, but there's something where there's something that you get back from people when you give them something that deep because they see how much you thought about it. And there's a lot of, you know, patrons of the arts out there that appreciate that shit. Motherfuckers that don't even rap, they just love good music. And they understand that you know, you, it's like almost like alcohol where you could fuck with the Coors Lights or you could fuck with these little micro breweries mm-hmm. that are doing their special thing in that little nook and cranny of the world. You know what I mean? These are sounds that people all over the world don't have access to, but you do. You know what I mean? That, that's special, you know what I'm saying? I think that's crazy. Mm-hmm. But, yeah. Sounds just about right. I don't know. I want to thank you all. Thank you for coming. 
sorry for like the, yeah, I know it was a lot late, but I've been late and uh, filling out, doing the whole filling out process of being in this place. All as well. But all as well, I think, you know what, the people who have a great album to listen to, I think he, once when this album comes out, because I think this album will be out before the album comes out. You will be able to listen to this album and, and be in an immersive experience like no other. Okay. It's going to be one of the best projects you probably will hear all this year. Uh, you know, I, I don't want to like give too much to these guys. I want y'all to I, I want y'all to listen to it for yourselves. Cause y'all might not listen to it as I say all these dice square deals things about it. All I can tell you is, went to repeat, Pooty, nothing new. Amazing project. Thank you for having me be one of the people who's going to be a part of your promo run to um, get the word out. This project exists and it, it deserves to be supported. Appreciate by that, everybody man. who loves hip hop. Thank you. And uh, this is Gem Radio episode 67. I still know we're on 68. At the end of the day, I, look, man. I, did, did I tell you what the number was? No, I didn't tell you what the number was, Frank. I'm sorry. I, like, <laughs> we're going to figure it out. We're going fi- to figure it out when, when I started like, editing the video. <laughs> and then YouTube tells me, you already have a 67. <laughs> you know how you hit them, you say, hey, yo, this is Gem Radio episode to be announced. <laughs> shout out to Charles. Shout out to the dojo. Hootie, nothing new. Rinse and repeat, January twenty fourth. Good people too. You know I mean, Nathan Shout Franks. To Peace to Nathan yeah. Franks for that video. We out here. Full speed ahead.